Has anybody seen Connor Lamb? Yeah, we're looking for him here at the John Stoggerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. We've been looking for him for a while. We've sent uh, uh, multiple emails, made phone calls, tried to get him to be on the show. He's apparently really busy and he can't squeeze in a 15-minute interview with us. So uh, if you see him, do me a favor, tell him I'm looking for him. Now, uh, and, and if, there's something about, I don't know what it is, uh, maybe it, there's more of it going on than I'm aware of because I don't watch enough local news, but I don't get the feeling that enough microphones are put in the faces of our local politicians. And, and I'm, I'm not our local local politicians. I mean our local federal politicians, senators, uh, congressmen, congress people, congress persons. Um, they're not they don't have they're not called to account enough um, and they, they need to be. And uh, I don't understand why. So um you know, if you do see Connor Lamb, do, please tell him I'm looking for him. And I'd just like to talk to him about some of the stuff that's being proposed by the 37 or so candidates who are running for the Democratic nomination for president. Um, there are a lot of things out there that I'd like to talk to him about. And But um, the main thing is the uh, the Equality Act. Apparently, not apparently, but definitely, every Democrat in the House is a co-sponsor of this Equality Act. Which uh, will, well, among other things, give us a federal bathroom law that's, uh, you know, the state and local laws have done so well and have been so well received that uh, we'll have a federal uh, law that will tell anybody, I guess, who is uh, any any institution that is accepting federal money that it has to let whoever wants to use whatever bathroom use whatever bathroom and all that other stuff. That's That would be one thing to talk to him about, uh, about this Equality Act. But... The thing that I'm most interested in with our local uh, Democrats and, and this Equality Act is, again, no Republicans uh, co-sponsored it, uh, not around here, two total out of the entire House of Representatives, every Democrat. So um, I want to talk about the uh, the idea of males playing against females in sports, which would be required and it would be no you'd not be able to discriminate against transgenders when it comes to competing in sports now there are some states that have laws that uh, make it mandatory that a transgender male be allowed to a transgender woman be allowed to play against women in other words a biological male playing against women and girls high school college um, but some and some states uh, are trying to go the other way I think it's South Dakota's trying to go the other way so I, I just I would like to hear from Connor Lamb, or I'll take uh, Mike Doyle. I'll, I'll take another uh, local Democrat, but um, Connor Lamb is the representative for this building where I'm sitting right now. That's why I'm, I'm picking on him. But I just have this feeling that most men, well, first of all, put it this way if you know anything about sports, you know that it's ridiculous to say that. W- biological males don't have an advantage when they're playing against females it's just you're you you are being disingenuous if you say that you think that there's no difference but you have that idiot uh, jerry nadler out there saying that exact thing the other day that there's no evidence to suggest that there's any advantage there's no evidence you'd have to be from another planet not to see the the evidence so so but i think that there there are lots of men and i'd say maybe i'll go with at least half of the men and at a good percentage of the women in the House of Representatives who don't for one minute believe that it makes any sense to have a guy running in a track meet against a girl. They don't. 
but they don't have the guts to say so. Because if you say so, if you say that you think that's ridiculous, that means you're a bad person. doesn't mean that you've observed and watched all your life and seen that boys tend to do better in sports than girls in certain things. It's because you're a bad person and you hate anyone who's a transgender. So that's what I'd like to talk to uh, Connor Lamb about. So if you run into him somewhere, please ask him if he would, you know, do me a favor and be on this radio show. Uh, And here's the thing. Title IX was supposed to fix a lot of the uh, inequities when it came to women, uh, mostly girls, uh, at the high school level and sports and also in college. Um, And it fixed quite a few things, but it also made things worse in many ways, which someday we'll do a segment on. But Title IX was supposed to fix it, and it, you know, it, uh, there's some ridiculous things that came about as a result of Title IX, mostly because of it, because of it being misinterpreted from it was supposed to be equal opportunities, and it's been turned into uh, equal, uh, it's been turned into equal outcomes instead of equal opportunities. So here's something, you know, the, um, the, uh, admissions, the college admissions scandal. Well, Title IX and rowing, that's right, Title IX and rowing has played a major role in making that possible for the people who are going to be going to jail for the college admissions scandal. We'll talk about that when we come back. Are you about to pay double for roof replacement or repair? If you haven't called Windows or Us, you just might. Many companies are overcharging area homes and businesses nearly double. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for siding, doors, gutters, downspouts, and roof replacement and repair. Factory certified by North America's largest roof manufacturer, Windows R Us will never overcharge. You'll love their no-pressure sales approach, straightforward pricing, and the fastest turnaround in the business. Right now, get zero interest for 12 months on up to $20,000. Windows R Us will match any competitor's price. No hidden fees or surprises ever. Schedule a free roof inspection today. Mention AM 1250 for an exclusive 10% off. Why pay double? Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company. Windows R Us, more than a window company. Visit windowsrspittsburgh.com. Have you heard the crack of the bat, the cheers of the crowd? Have you seen the smiles on the faces of the players as they take the field? I'm not talking about the Pirates. I'm talking about what's happening in Moon Township that can only be described as a miracle. This is John Steigerwald. With the help of Pirates Charities and people like yourself, the Miracle League of Moon Township has broken ground on a brand new ball field and adaptive playground where athletes with special needs can play regardless of their ability. At miraclesinmoon.org, you can see the stunning plans for the 9,500-square-foot playground and state-of-the-art ADA-compliant restroom facility with showers, wave technology, multi-level fountains and sinks, mechanical changing tables, and more. It's incredible. Our goal? To raise the remaining funds they need to bring it home by first pitch this September. Check it out at miraclesinmoon.org slash donate and make your tax-deductible gift today. That's miraclesinmoon.org slash donate. This message paid for by Robinson Town Center, a Zamias Properties entity. Synergy was born out of the basement of our house 31 years ago and solidified by the people of the Seal City. I'm Roy Locks, founder of the Synergy Group, and this is our story. 
And I'm Roy's son, Jason. I watched my dad start the company from nothing as a displaced steel worker. Your retirement always has been and always will be our primary focus. Helping people retire is my dad's life mission, and I'm happy to say that it's mine as well. I'm proud of the thousands of relationships we've forged throughout the community. Family is everything at the Synergy Group, and we hope to have the opportunity to work with yours. Call us today, 800-321-7963. That's 800-321-7963. Let us help you build a retirement plan for your family's future. At the Synergy Group, we do retirement. Roy and Jason Locks are registered representatives offering securities through GF Investment Services, LLC. Member of FINRA and SIPC, Jason is an investment advisor representative offering investment advisory services through Global Financial Private Capital. GFPC and GFIS are not affiliated with the Synergy Group, Inc. You watch what you eat. You're hitting the gym. You're doing your best to live a healthy life. But did you know that a bad night's sleep and a bad mattress can have a big impact on your health? Here at the Original Mattress Factory, our hand-built mattresses made of the highest quality materials provide the comfort and support needed to provide healthy sleep for years to come. To learn more about how the right mattress can help you achieve healthy sleep habits, visit OriginalMattress.com or stop by an Original Mattress Factory store near you. The gimmicks, the flashy sales, and the big markups. Mattress stores have made the mattress shopping experience confusing on purpose. Ron Trzinski started the Original Mattress Factory to create a better way. He raised the bar on quality, offered hand-built mattresses for a fraction of the cost, and ditched the high-pressure sales tactics, all to create a better mattress buying experience for you. You could say he was the original disruptor. Stop by an Original Mattress Factory store or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Well, I don't know if it was masculinity, but there's something toxic going on there in that uh, college admissions program. Um, the, uh, the 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 two women, the two famous women, the two actresses. They are both. Uh, I think they both pled guilty. One one did plead guilty, and the other one didn't. And one is going to get. Uh, they're both going to get some jail time. Good chance. But uh, this interesting story here. Um, because you know how they did it and the stupidity of, of and just there's so many things tied up in this college admissions thing there's just the what a cesspool that college athletics has become um you know football and basketball especially i don't need to go into all the stupidity that is involved with those things and and all the corruption that you've seen but you've heard about crew and then title 9 title 9 was supposed to give women equal opportunity to compete in sports as men in places where federal money was uh, being received. So if you're a college getting federal money, you have to, you have to abide by Title IX. But if you read the, some of the history of it and if you go back and look at when the law was passed and when they were discussing and debating it, I think it was Hubert Humphrey who, who assured everybody that this was not about equal outcomes it was about equal opportunity, and that's a big difference. And it doesn't mean that you you have to have exactly the same number of men and women playing sports at an institution. And so, but it's evolved, and it started with the Clinton administration. I forget the woman's name, but she was put in charge of uh, I don't know if she was uh, physical fitness director, or whatever that thing used to be called. But she started insisting on equal outcomes, and that's why you see. Things like the Duquesne baseball team being uh, going away, and what happens? So it's the the schools. If they had 
uh, an enrollment of 52% women and 48% men. They decided that they had to have 52% of the women playing sports and 48% of the men playing sports when it was never intended to be that. It was supposed to be that if all 52% of the women in the school wanted to play sports, they had to have the opportunity. And, and same with the men, but if only 37% of the women wanted to play sports, as long as they were treated equally with the men as far as facilities and everything else, then that was uh, in compliance with Title IX. But it's evolved into the stupidity that creates uh, schools going out and actually recruiting girls in a college, young women in a college, to play sports for a team that they create only for the purpose of complying with Title IX, so that they'll go out and, uh, for example, they'll have a crew team, Is that if that's, if that's what it's called, just a crew rowing, you know, um, and that's, that's, so that's, that's one of those sports where it, it was, a lot of schools just use it as a way to counterbalance uh, their football and basketball programs. If they have 85 kids playing football, they need to find some place to have the same number of women playing this, that uh, sport. So crew, apparently, according to the story I have here, crew um, requires like 40 people So on the team. So that's what they use. So anyway, um, do you, the Jay Mossimo Gianelli and Lori Lachlan... They were the two. They wanted their daughters to attend uh, USC, so they uh, gave uh, this guy William Rick Singer a bunch of money, like two hundred thousand dollars. He would bribe coaches and administrators to recruit his uh, clients' kids as student athletes, and then his clients' kids played uh, all the different. This is from the L.A. Times, by the way, a story by Matthew Ormseth. Um, so they played tennis, volleyball, even water polo, football, basketball, soccer. They sailed. They ran track. They were uh, did pole vault. Uh, all these things that they they did on paper, according to the story. Now that didn't mean they actually did it, but that's what they were. That's what they were presented as. So according to the court documents, when it came to helping uh, Janelli and Lachlan, is Janelli married to uh, uh, the other woman? Uh, is Janelli married to Lachlan? I think. Yeah, okay, so those are the same people. Anyway, he turned to a sport, it says here, with large rosters, little fan or media scrutiny, and wide latitude in recruiting female athletes, as one as, as well as one position that requires little physicality. He told USC that these this couple uh, and their daughters rode crew. They had never rowed competitively, though. That's what the prosecutors say. So, I mean, I've rowed, too, but I'm I ain't rowing anywhere. Um, so a Miami financial executive and a Bay Area couple that was rec recruited USC, according to court documents, despite the girls not having rowed competitively. So this guy Singer signed a couple other girls for a uh, crew. Crew was a particularly – this is what I was telling you about um, – Title IX and how the stupidity of it and how this was it's kind of ironic and kind of funny actually that uh, maybe it isn't even ironic but it is funny that um, that the Title IX kind of contributed to, to the ability of these people to scam the school and uh, get in get their kids into school it says here crew was a particularly soft target for singers recruiting a scam now singer is the is the guy who's going to do a big time uh, jail sentence. Uh, it was a particularly soft target for Singer's recruiting scam. Schools with high-profile football programs use the sport as a Title IX counterweight. 
allotting women's rowing programs as many as 20 scholarships. That's according to Linda Murray, who coached crew at Cornell, Dartmouth, and Harvard for 20 years. As a result, some crew programs have rosters of 40 or 50 rowers. Do you see how they can use this? Yeah, let's get some more rowers in here, and then that'll counter, uh, be a counterweight for our 85 football players and 20 guys on the basketball team. Uh, enough, perhaps, to, quote, stow away one or two in the recruiting process who didn't belong. So... That's what they would do, and that's what they did in this situation. They got, um, they they used rowing crew to uh, help fake their way into college and and help them facilitate the bribery and everything else that went on. And crew, a stupid, well, not a, I was going to say super. It's not a stupid sport. I, I mean, I think if, if you were doing it, it would be actually pretty challenging and fun. Um, whether or not it's worth. 20 scholarships, I don't know. That's another issue with college sports. Um, the the um, sports that are, I uh, talked about this last week, the sports that are played or participated in by mostly white kids are supported by the exploitation of the black kids who play football and basketball. There are probably not a lot of black uh, kids in crew. Um, and... But there are a lot of them in basketball and football, and they don't get paid anything. They get their scholarships, but their the revenue produced by those sports make it possible for the white kids to do things like rowing. So I just wanted to throw that in there. It's a Friday. I like to you know mix in some sports here every now and then, and that and and you know just I could go on for days about the stupidity that's and the the corruption and the the uh, the cesspool that college football and basketball are. But uh, I'm going to talk about something else. In the second half hour, TV, another subject I like to talk about. Um, there's a uh, there's a there's a story that, and I will have the guy on here in a few minutes. There's a story about free TV coming back. You can do it now. You can get you can watch free TV with the antenna that allow you to um, pick up digital signals. But this is a network that thinks it can compete with uh, ESPN. Uh, and the other sports networks, and, and it will be free over the air. So it reminded me of my uh, days of selling uh, cable TV. Uh, this was an interesting, I think it's an interesting story. This is, uh, I got out of college in uh, 1972. That's, boy, is that a long time ago? Uh, which is like saying in 1972 that I got out of college in what, 1925 or something? <laughs> so anyway, that, that that's how long ago it was. But, um, a kid came to the door selling cable TV subscriptions. Nobody had cable yet. And so I, I, I was still living with my parents, just got out of school. I think I signed us up for it for five bucks a month. And then I saw an ad that uh, there was a job available available in Bethel Park selling cable TV door to door. It paid uh, 100% commission. You got paid based on the number of subscriptions you got. Uh, so I made, now they paid me $5 for every person that I signed up. No, they paid me $10 for every person that I signed up at $5 a month. The first month was free and the I mean the first month was $5 and it was free installation. So I made $250 a week. I never worked more than 18 hours a week and I was selling cable TV door to door. Now, if you go back and look at what $250 a week was worth in uh, in in 2019 money, uh, it's probably I was making $50,000 a year, the equivalent of $50,000 a year as a door-to-door salesman. I had to go up to the people and 
uh, to knock on the door, and I'd say, um, I'm from the cable TV office, and all I had to do was get a yes, and I got my $10 sale. And I would point. I had to point out to the silver cable running on the, along the telephone wire, and I'd say, "See that silver cable up there? We're going to come out and hook a wire, a cable up to that, and run it into the back of your TV, and you're going to get every channel perfectly clear." Now, if you're not old enough to remember when you didn't get every channel perfectly clear, uh, you know what I'm talking about because nobody got every channel clearly. It was all some channels. You like where I lived, you couldn't watch Channel Four. It was terrible. So anyway. I had people say to me, I am never going to buy TV. I will never pay for TV. Uh, I said, well, okay. And I would go on to the next house. And then uh, I had people say, that's just a way for the government to spy on you through your television. That's what they, and I mean, these were like people living in nice houses where you think they were, you know, pretty smart people, educated people. And they were, and I had more than, more than one. I had quite a few people say that to me. Oh, no. This is the way that the government's going to come in and spy on you. I said, okay, never mind, thanks. Nice talking to you. So I go away for three years, and I do minor league baseball play-by-play. And then uh, that job ended, and I had no job, uh, the third play-by-play job. So it's September, and I see an ad for cable TV sales. So I went out and did it again. I did it for almost a year before I got another job in broadcasting, and I made $20,000 that year selling cable TV. Now, again, that's like making, I think if you looked it up, it'd be like making seventy, seventy-five thousand dollars $75,000 a year as a door-to-door salesman. And again, I never worked more than three or four hours a day, uh, six days a week. Never more. I would go out and work three to seven. So I tell you this story because I think it's kind of interesting to where it's come now because there's, a, there's something called Stadium TV. Say, stadium is just called. And it's out there now. You can get it uh, if you buy one of those... Um, those uh, digital antennas, you can get the, the the station over the air free. And there's a company out there that are, there are people out there who are going to invest millions of dollars to see if they can make this work um, uh, over the air. So all that stuff I told people about getting a great signal over over cable TV they're going to go it's going to go all the way back to almost 50 years ago and we're going to have over the air TV um, and I, I I can remember back, and this is in 1976 so cable had been around for a while and I would go uh, even then I would go up and knock on the door and I can still see these people in my eye right mind's eye right now they'd say I am never buying cable TV uh, by then I was pretty cocky because I was good at it I was making good money and I knew I didn't need them and I also had, in the meantime, you know, uh, learned a lot about broadcasting. And I said, oh, yeah, you'll, buy, you'll pay for TV. And there is no way I am ever paying for television. I'm just ridiculous. I'd say, sir, remember, remember, remember I was here. You will pay for television. Trust me, you'll pay. Now, if you give me five bucks right now, I'll get it installed for you for nothing. And you can look at it for a month for free and... And if you don't like it, you can cancel it, and you don't have to pay another nickel. But you will pay for TV. Oh, I won't. So then I, that was in 1976 until 1977. They were still telling me that. 1978, I got hired to work for Channel 4. So it occurred to me as I would drive through some of the neighborhoods around Pittsburgh where I sold cable, that some of these people who said they would never (laughs) pay for TV, they were watching me on television, and they're saying... There's that guy that was here telling me I was going to pay for TV. And you know what they were watching me on? Cable TV. They were paying for TV. So 
When we come back, we're going to talk about the possible return of free television. Are you ready for that? We'll do that when we come back. John Stoggerwald Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Stick around. Illegal immigrants into Democratic strongholds. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton reports. In his latest tussle with Democrats over illegal immigration, the president confirms that he's looking at a plan that would send detained immigrants to sanctuary cities. And they want more people in their sanctuary cities? Well, we'll give them more people. We can give them a lot. We can give them an unlimited supply. Just hours before, White House and Homeland Security officials insisted the idea had been rejected. But the president says it's under consideration and it'll show if Democrats have open arms. Greg Clugston, Washington. A five-year-old child fell three floors after being pushed or thrown from a balcony at the Mall of America. The police say the suspect is a 24-year-old man with no known relation to the child's family. This is SRN News. Come on, kids. We're late. Honey, the car won't start. Mom, the dog just sat on my science project. Life can be stressful, but getting life insurance shouldn't be. That's why there's Ethos. Ethos is a modern kind of life insurance that's super fast, incredibly affordable, and very uncomplicated. At GetEthos.com, there are no medical exams for policies covering under a million dollars, no hours of paperwork or meetings with pushy representatives. It only takes 10 minutes to apply, and you can rest assured knowing you've taken steps to protect your family. And in most cases, with Ethos, you can have that peace of mind for less than a cup of coffee a day with no hidden fees. Having life insurance can free you from stress. Getting life insurance shouldn't cause it. Discover how uncomplicated life insurance can be at Ethos. Get your free instant quote and submit your complete application in minutes. Just go to GetEthos.com. That's E-T-H-O-S. GetEthos.com. GetEthos.com. Mike Gallagher can see right through the mainstream media. The president called these MS-13 gang members animals, and this gets morphed into the president calls migrants animals, and it's fake news. And of course, if the the mainstream media wasn't so corrupt, there'd be a clarification from them saying, uh, wait a minute, that's not what the president said. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1250. The answer. Hurt in an accident? I can't help you. But if you've invented a new product, improved an existing device, or need help registering a trademark, call me, Attorney Gary Topoloski, at 877-5-PATENT. I've been helping clients protect their ideas for nearly 35 years. Email me at patentlawyerpittsburgh.com. Ask about my discounts for veterans and seniors. 877-572-8368. Now's the time to pursue your dreams, but let's protect them first. You're an insurance agent. You're also an entrepreneur looking to grow. And what better way to grow than by being your own boss? Owning your own farmer's insurance agency has been called one of the best small business opportunities in America. With a nationally respected brand, award-winning training, and your personal experienced business coach, your opportunity to grow is unlimited. No franchise fees required. Visit BeAFarmersAgent.com and start growing. We are farmers. Have you heard the crowd? of the bat, the cheers of the crowd. Have you seen the smiles on the faces of the players as they take the field? I'm not talking about the Pirates. I'm talking about what's happening in Moon Township that can only be described as a miracle. 
This is John Steigerwald. With the help of Pirates Charities and people like yourself, the Miracle League of Moon Township has broken ground on a brand new ball field and adaptive playground where athletes with special needs can play regardless of their ability. At miraclesinmoon.org, you can see the stunning plans for the 9,500-square-foot playground and state-of-the-art ADA-compliant restroom facility with showers, wave technology, multi-level fountains and sinks, mechanical changing tables, and more. It's incredible. Our goal? To raise the remaining funds they need to bring it home by first pitch this September. Check it out at miraclesinmoon.org slash donate and make your tax-deductible gift today. That's miraclesinmoon.org slash donate. This message paid for by Robinson Town Center, a Zamias Properties entity. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. On the Parkway East, we've got a good-sized tie-up from 2nd Avenue out to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. There's an accident in the Tunnel Plaza. Inbound side delays from Forest Hills to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. And seeing uh, plenty of volume on the Parkway West as well. South on 79, you're jammed up from the Parkway West to Washington Pike with a crash off to the shoulder. Outbound 28, heavy volume from 40th Street to the Highland Park Bridge. And outbound 51 slows down approaching Library Road. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer, weather. Partial clearing and cooler tonight, going down to a low of 50 degrees for tomorrow. Partly sunny, a nice day for the opening of trout season, 69 degrees the high tomorrow. For tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, low 48th. And for Sunday, a brief shower or two in the morning, otherwise mostly cloudy and warm, 73. We can see some strong thunderstorms moving into the area for the afternoon and evening. With Iraqi weather forecast, I'm Danielle Niddle. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, before the break, I told you about my adventures in cable TV. Now we're going to talk about the return or at least the possible return of free TV and maybe rabbit ears. Ben Strauss covers sports, media and sports for The Washington Post. He joins us now. Ben, thanks for being here. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me, John. Okay, so uh, let's just start off with a simple question here. What is Stadium TV? I never heard of it until I read your piece. Stadium, it's a it's a network, it's a newish uh, sports network that is available uh, on over-the-air TV. They do, uh, you know, debates and, uh, you know, analysis and, and um, you know, sports talk, sort of in the same sense you see on ESPN. Um, you know, a lo-fi version of that, that they do it out of a stadia, studio in Chicago, and it's available um, on free TV. And, and, and you write that it's a, a, a bet on the future of broadcast television. That's a uh, broadcast television now. Uh, who's betting? Uh, it's the, the folks that, that uh, own the network. So uh, Jerry Reinsdorf, the owner of the Bulls and White Sox, is an investor, and uh, the Sinclair Broadcast Group is a uh, a big investor um, and a couple uh, couple other folks. So it's a bet that uh, as everybody goes behind the paywall, you got ESPN Plus, you've got Bleacher Report Live, you have uh, folks like DAZN who are sort of flooding the market with these subscription services. That there's an opening for a sports network that is available uh, for free. You know, uh, like ABC or CBS or, or something like that. Yeah, so it's free, and so. Um it's it's over the air. There's no cable, uh, and is this where you you write that uh, that that's we're going back to rabbit ears? And I, I'm old enough to remember having to wrestle with those. And uh, am I going to have rabbit ears on my TV again? 
Well, so this is interesting too. So, so you'd have rabbit ears now, but uh, the way that the FCC has operated, or um, the way technology has, is moving, is that actually new TVs that are going to be produced are going to have rabbit ears in them already. So, uh, in the future, you will have the rabbit ear technology minus the rabbit ears. <laughs> well, but I mean, I, believe me, uh, the the uh, the really expensive TVs had rabbit ears built built into them too. They had an antenna, <clears throat> and you know they they kind of replaced the rabbit ears. But it's, it's the point is that we're we're talking about watching uh, TV over the air. Now, I sold cable TV door to door when I got out of college a um, long time ago, and I made a lot of money doing it. Uh, and all I promised back then was perfect reception on every channel. I think the only the only extra channel we offered was WOR out of New York and you could watch old movies mm-hmm. no, watch old movies and the Mets on there. And um, and I I uh, I made I said I said I made a lot of money and and but I I just promised perfect reception and that was a big deal. So uh, can over the air TV deliver perfect reception now? Yeah, I think that's one of the questions: is, is how good is the quality? Um, I don't think that it uh, it is quite as good at this point as cable is. Um, at the same time, some of the streaming services are not as good as you know traditional cable either. You know, they'll buffer at certain points in yeah. uh, games or, or key moments, and so um, I think that's an issue that everybody's sort of dealing with. Um, and I don't think over the air is any uh, exception. Well, that, that that's interesting because um, uh, you know back in the days before cable, which I remember, um, uh, th- there were stations that uh, there were three there were three Pittsburgh stations, you know, for all three networks. The ABC affiliate, which I ended up actually working for, um, y- you couldn't get it where we lived. I mean, you could barely you could barely watch it because it was over the air, um, mm-hmm. and cable changed all that. And everybody could see everything, and then you started adding all the extra channels, and it became what it is now. But how are they going to how are they going to compete if the if uh, I guess they're going to compete because it's free? I guess I'm answering my own compete. question here. They're going to compete because it's free. Um, I think you know part of the idea is you know in this fractured landscape that we exist today, you got to have a Netflix uh, membership, and that costs you fifteen bucks, and you got to have a HBO membership and it costs you 15 bucks. And then, you know, YouTube TV or, you know, whatever it is, you're sort of piecing together all of these various bundles. Right. Um, so it used to be you've got this one giant cable bundle, and now um, a lot of people are sort of moving to these individualized bundles. Uh, and so for a stadium, it can sort of be, um, you know, a, a supplement to whatever you have. If you have Netflix there, a supplement sports network that's that's free. So maybe they're not, you know, the only thing you have, but because they're free and they're so widely available eventually, um, that they, they become, uh, you know, ubiquitous, as you mentioned, because it's free and because uh, they're a supplement to, you know, the other things that you have. Yeah, and um, everybody knows, I think, that ESPN's been losing uh, subscribers by the millions over the past few years, and I'm not exaggerating when I say that. Um, is this bad news for them, or are they going to have to get into the, the same uh, <laughs> technology themselves? No, I think ESPN's going to be just fine. Um, the the quality of programming that you're going to get on Stadium is, is nothing close to ESPN, and the live sports that you're going to get on Stadium 
we're talking, you know, low-level college sports, you know, the mm-hmm. West Coast Conference, basketball, Patriot League football. It's not the marquee stuff. So they don't need, you know, a lot of revenue because they're not spending a lot of money. Um, but ESPN is going to be just fine. Um, interestingly enough, though, ESPN has sort of noted this, you know, this trend where, you know, there's more broadcast-only uh, households. It's, it's sort of on the upward trend as cable is coming down. Um, and so, you know, as ESPN looks to, you know, extend its NFL package, mm-hmm. uh, Monday Night Football, and perhaps expand it, um, you know, the expectation is that ABC is going to be a part of that. So they've noted um, that there is an interest in broadcast TV because the reach of, you know, over-the-air TV, ABC, NBC, um, is much greater than cable. Yeah, well, I was just thinking... Um because uh, I, I was listening to something earlier today, uh, people talking about um, driverless cars. Well, if you have a car that doesn't need a driver, I guess you could have a TV in it, and uh, <laughs> you know, you have a little have the rabbit ears on the roof. There you go. Um, you can have it all. Yeah, <clears throat> but but so this isn't something that is going to revolutionize anything because it's over, you know going back to over the air, which can make it free. What do you mean by revolution? Well, I mean, this is not something like, you know, all of a sudden everybody's going to be watching TV over the air instead of through a cable again. Uh, you know, like I in the early it, days of TV. Yeah. Right. I don't think this is sort of like a large trend, you know, away from cable back to broadcast. It's sort of a response to this, um, the trend that we're seeing now where everybody's going behind, you know, streaming paywalls. Um, and that's sort of the move right now as everybody sort of creates their own subscription package, whether it's ESPN or, you know, we saw Disney announced Disney Plus uh, yesterday. It's it's uh, sort of the opposite idea that we're going to give you um, the, the content might not be as high of quality, but it's going to be free. You're not going to pay for it. And so the barrier to entry is, is so low that, you know, this is sort of a, a counterintuitive uh, you know, a play by by this network. Yeah, I, I, it just seems to me that um, they're they better. There's so much programming out there that free or not, I, I don't know. I don't, it doesn't sound to me like it that it's going to catch on if it's if they're going to if they think they're going to get away with offering stuff that looks obviously low rent. Uh, you know, and and telling people, yeah, but it's free. I don't think people are going to go for it. Do you? <laughs> Yeah, I think it's a, that's sort of the question is is that can they convince or can they pay for you know better rights um, and convince that you know co- better college conferences or teams and leagues that you know this is a viable option because uh, it's not going to be sort of mass watched or uh, mass consumed if uh, the programming never gets better. The flip side to that is um, you know they can exist and, you know, potentially make money sort of at this obscure network uh, because enough people are watching because they're not spending much money on it. So you sort of have these two options. They could try to get bigger or they could sort of exist as this advertising-driven, you know, sports network that appeals to, you know, these niche audiences that aren't served by, you know, bigger national stations. We're talking to Ben Strauss. He covers sports and media for the Washington Post, and it's a stadium, a, a, a network that's over the air, um, and I, I so if if I uh, w- what can I watch on Stadium now? You mentioned some of the the low level uh, college uh, uh, 
um, conferences and things like that. But how do I watch it? Can I? Can I? If I wanted to figure out a way to watch Stadium right now, could I do it? Yeah. So you can number one, you can watch it online. You know, they have a website. I think it's WatchStadium.com. Yeah. Um, but you're in Pittsburgh, so they are available in Pittsburgh. I believe they are channel twenty two point two. Um, so they're available. You can, you know, if you have uh, rabbit ears, if you have an antenna to get broadcast TV, then uh, they're available where you are. And you get the low-level college stuff, and they have daily studio programming where, uh, excuse me, daily studio programming where, you know, they'll talk about LeBron James, and they'll talk about uh, the Yankees, and mm-hmm. they'll talk about, you know, the Dallas Cowboys, sort of in the same, you know, sports debate, sports discussion, sports analysis uh, conversation that, you know, is pretty familiar to any sports well, um, and so it's so for the for the one time cost of the antenna. What you know what they go for? <laughs> what are they these days? Are they fifty, sixty bucks? About that's it. Maybe less. Yeah, I don't think they're very expensive. Wow. Now, and I guess the, and the point is right. Soon, you know, with the technology evolving within televisions, you won't even have to buy the rabbit ears. So you know, it will be yeah, right. literally free. So yeah, everybody will have the TVs will have that um, ability built in. So uh, this is the thing that really was interesting to me: uh, the uh, substations that if, if I if I own a station, um, I can now have twenty five substations. And uh, now I, you, you wrote about that. What exactly are they? And does that does that mean like that uh, the three network affiliates here in Pittsburgh could each have twenty five substations on this thing? Yeah, potentially. There's a new, um, a new digital, you know, broadcasting standard. It's called ATSC 3.0, and what it does is it has expanded, um, you know, the digital broadband capabilities of over-the-air TV. And so, in the way I just said, ADM is you know channel 22.2 in Pittsburgh. Um, you know, however many stations you have, they're going to be. Uh, the bandwidth is going to be, you know, greater. And so you'd have 20, channel 22.1, 22.2, all the way up to 22.20 potentially. And so not all of these uh, bandwidths will have a station, but they could. And so the potential to have, you know, dozens and dozens and, you know, more than 100 channels on broadcast TV will exist in the next few years. Wow. And and um, does... Could, could I start a station my own uh, of my own right now and say I'm I'm going to be uh, you know my own TV station and I'm going to have uh, another ten substations or is this something that's only going to be uh, feasible for stations that already exist? Well, you'd have to if you wanted to create a channel, you'd have to negotiate with uh, that broadcast station that owns that frequency oh, and, okay. and negotiate a carriage fee, um, or that network could you know devise some way to use the expanded frequency, but um, you'd have to work out, you know, a carriage uh, distribution uh, arrangement. So Sinclair is one of the people involved in this, uh, the network. I only have a couple minutes left here. Um, Sinclair is a pretty big deal. And how, how much do you think they believe in this? Uh, based on some of the quotes in your piece, they seem to be pretty high on this thing. Well, they have a couple of these, uh, a couple other networks. Um, they have like a science um, fiction network that, that, you know, competes with the likes of, uh, the Discovery Channel or, you know, the Sci-Fi Channel. And they have an 
African-American entertainment station that competes and does pretty well against um, BET, which mm-hmm. is the, the more well-known uh, competitor. And so, you know, independent of stadium, Sinclair owns, I think it's, you know, close to 200 broadcast networks around the country. And so uh, they, as a company in general, are high on the opportunity and the potential of broadcast TV. Um, and so this is, you know, the sports option inside that portfolio. But, you know, stadium or not, I think Sinclair as a company is pretty high on broadcast TV. Yeah, and just before we finish here, if I go out and buy one of those antennas, I can actually watch the local channels if I wanted to. And I could have, if I only cared about watching the three networks, um, you know, ABC, CBS, NBC, uh, I could buy the the antenna for 60 bucks, and I'm in, right? Absolutely. And you get a lot more channels than, you know, the three major networks these days. No, okay. Well, I'm never going to do that, but... <laughs> you know, I, I, but, but, you but, could. but there are people out there who would. There are people out there who would if they knew. Right. I think say more people had, knew about it. You, had, you didn't want cable, right? And you had Netflix, but yeah. you wanted some local programming. You could sort of combine Netflix with, you know, broadcast television yeah. and those that, options, right? It's sort of a, you know, a menu, an a la carte menu. And well, consumers these days are sort of picking. You know, all sorts of different options. That's where this thing could seem to be would have the most promise that it, the people who have already thought about just getting off a of cable, uh, cable TV, and that they're getting everything streaming. Uh, and if they do still want to get the local channels, they go for the free stuff. And, yep. and exactly. they can save a lot of money. Well, I remember uh-huh. when TV was free, Ben, so that's how old I am. So I, I, I pre- <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> no, I appreciate well, you. Well, maybe. Maybe yeah, again. Yeah, I'll, maybe I'll go back and pretend like it's back when I was a kid and I can. I have three channels to watch and t- the reception on two of them stinks. Um, but, uh, hey, Ben, I appreciate you being on. Thanks a lot. My pleasure. And I hope to do it again sometime. I'm sure you got a lot of other stuff you're covering the media there. Appreciate it. Yeah. Give me a shot anytime. All right. Thank you. And we'll be Thanks right time. back. Obamacare, Trump Care, ACA, COBRA, there are so many choices, but all seem to bring one word to mind, expensive. There are lots of changes happening in healthcare today. Fortunately, I know someone that has been on the forefront of health insurance for years, Todd Marley at Marley Financial. Todd and his team of professionals are licensed with virtually every healthcare provider in the country. They help determine which plan is right for you and then expertly help you choose the best plan for your needs and then do so prudently. Don't need maternity coverage? Call Marley Financial. Have pre-existing conditions? Call Marley Financial. Want just catastrophic or just accident? You know the answer. Worried about the penalty? All of Marley Financial plans are penalty exempt because they know how to design the plans. Most of their clients save 30 to 60%, which can add up to several thousand dollars a year. Call Todd at Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496 on the web at MarleyFG.com. Have you heard the crack of the bat, the cheers of the crowd? Have you seen the smiles on the faces of the players as they take the field? I'm not talking about the Pirates. I'm talking about what's happening in Moon Township that can only be described as a miracle. This is John Stagerwald. With the help of Pirates Charities and people like yourself, the Miracle League of Moon Township has broken ground on a brand new ball field and adaptive playground where athletes with special needs can play regardless of their ability. 
At miraclesinmoon.org, you can see the stunning plans for the 9,500-square-foot playground and state-of-the-art ADA-compliant restroom facility with showers, wave technology, multi-level fountains and sinks, mechanical changing tables, and more. It's incredible. Our goal? To raise the remaining funds they need to bring it home by first pitch this September. Check it out at miraclesinmoon.org slash donate and make your tax-deductible gift today. That's miraclesinmoon.org slash donate. This message paid for by Robinson Town Center, a Zamias Properties entity. Are you about to pay double for new windows, siding, or doors? If you haven't called Windows R Us, you just might. Many companies are overcharging area homes and businesses nearly double. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, gutters, siding doors, and of course, windows. Windows R Us will never overcharge. You'll love their no-pressure approach, straightforward pricing, and the fastest turnaround in the business. Right now, get zero interest for 12 months and up to $20,000 on new vinyl, fiberglass, or wood windows. With options like triple-pane glass and names like Pella, no hidden fees or surprises ever. Your no-loophole lifetime warranty covers everything, including glass breakage, at no additional cost. Mention AM1250 with your free estimate for an exclusive 10% off. Why pay double? Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company, windowsruspittsburgh.com. You watch what you eat. You're hitting the gym. You're doing your best to live a healthy life. But did you know that a bad night's sleep and a bad mattress can have a big impact on your health? Here at the Original Mattress Factory, our hand-built mattresses made of the highest quality materials provide the comfort and support needed to provide healthy sleep for years to come. To learn more about how the right mattress can help you achieve healthy sleep habits, visit OriginalMattress.com or stop by an Original Mattress Factory store near you. The gimmicks, the flashy sales, and the big markups. Mattress stores have made the mattress shopping experience confusing on purpose. Ron Trzinski started the Original Mattress Factory to create a better way. He raised the bar on quality, offered hand-built mattresses for a fraction of the cost, and ditched the high-pressure sales tactics, all to create a better mattress buying experience for you. You could say he was the original disruptor. Stop by an Original Mattress Factory store or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, let's finish up with a sports story, sort of. Remember Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots? And he was caught uh, doing something he shouldn't be doing in a uh, massage parlor. Well, um, and and the, the reason that everybody was supposed to be upset about it was because it by by doing business in that uh, massage parlor, he was contributing to uh, human trafficking. And that was that made him a really bad person. Um, the only problem is the prosecutors now are saying that there is no evidence of human trafficking in that place, which makes me think that maybe they should just left, left the guy alone. Uh, he's not bothering anybody if it's, you know, consensual and all that, uh, making a big deal out of it. But um, what's happening now is that the uh, that Robert Kraft's attorneys are trying to prevent the video of what he was doing in the massage parlor from being released. Um, and the argument by the uh, by Kraft's attorneys are that you know what what are you doing what what purpose is that going to serve it's it's pornography all it's going to do is going to pr- produce a video that everybody's going to click on and just embarrass Robert Kraft um, so they're gonna they haven't decided on that yet the judge hasn't said that they won't show the video but I have a sneaking suspicion that uh, 
before we talk again on Monday that a lot of people are going to see the video. Sorry. That's kind of the way things work today. Had a good week. Good week by uh, uh, producing by Aaron Byrne again. Thank you for listening, and we will see you on Monday. Have a good weekend. Bye. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group.